0: All right, so I can edit it, so whenever you're ready. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm Jason Allen, and Birchwood Podcast is brought to you by the Spoodcast and the Boys Cast. Boys Club. Boys Club. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay, I'll do
2: it again. (laughs) Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Mark Splude, and I am the host of the Cast. But, you know, you should probably know that already, shouldn't you? You don't know what I'm talking about, right? Everyone listens to my show. What's the point of even doing a commercial?
1: Well, listen, just in case there's one poor bastard out there who doesn't know about it, it's the best damn podcast in the world, and you can find it every Thursday on iTunes or Podbean or wherever you get your shit. Get my shit. It's called the Sploodcast. Check it out. Download it. Sit down on your ass. Crack a Doseckis. Fire up your favorite sativa and driver.
2: We're Netflix Reviews. Stories of the Day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, uh, I think. Uh, No, we're not. And on Google Play, nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me. And I'll sue. At
1: Chuckles Comedy Club in the Parkway Mall. I will never be more popular than I am when I'm opening cat food in the kitchen. That's as
0: good as it gets. (laughs) Crowd favorite, Brett Martin. I get the can going and they lose their mind. Oh my God, he's
2: doing it again. Oh, I love you. Oh my God, you are my best friend. Oh, every time I try to do that, my teeth hurt so bad. Oh my God, I love you. I love you. Like, oh, do tell, do tell. With VIP seating options and lots of parking, it's the ultimate date night.
0: For ticket information and upcoming shows, visit ChucklesComedyClub.ca. So Birchwood podcast.
2: Birchwood. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Peter White. You're listening to the Birchwood Podcast. Shane wants me to tell you to smash that like button. It's creepy how he said it.
0: (laughs) And now for a list of activities you can do while listening to Birchwood Podcast. Doing dishes, walking the dog, repetitive tasks at work, When someone you hate enters the room. When someone you love becomes someone you hate. While you travel. While you poop. The long commute. The bike ride. To avoid awkward conversations on the bus. To avoid awkward conversations on planes or trains, listen to Shane. Stick me in your ears. Stick me in your pocket. Every Friday for your listening pleasure, it's Birchwood Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. It is Friday, April 12th. You're listening to Birchwood and if you haven't already, like our Facebook page Birchwood Podcast and the email is birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com. if you want to write in. I'd love to answer your questions on the show. This has been uh, a wild week for me. Um, we had a couple of snowstorms. I had uh, hit a pothole and my tire blew out. And then I had to get the tire replaced, but you can't replace one. You have to replace two. So I replaced my front two tires with um, all-season tires. And uh, I live in a bad hill, and it was slippery, and almost went in the ditch with my daughter. A lot of stress lately. And um, back to work. Happy to report back to my day job as an electrician. So if you're in the St. John, New Brunswick area, and you need some electrical work done, look no further than your boy. Yeah! I'm a Sparky, so if you want some lights or some heat, or uh, in this case, this week we're uh, setting up an automatic transfer switch for a generator for a big house, it's, uh, I built a, so far I built a concrete pad, well, no, that's not accurate, patio stones on a uh, gravel pad, I guess you call it, and, uh. Me and Andy lifted up a five hundred pound generator with a dolly and uh some elbow grease. We got that up on the pad and uh we were going to hook it up, but the supplier did not have wire of all things if you can believe it, so we had to wait on that so um kind of worked for a day and got off for a day and now back and then um Thinks we have a service to do early next week, so looks like I'm back to work. This is great, great news for me. I've been off work for a long time, and it's been uh, it's been hard on us. Uh, Luckily, my girlfriend stepped up to the plate, and uh, you know she uh, she's bringing home the bacon. And I'm her, she's my sugar sugar mama. So, uh, yeah, shout out to my leashy for holding down the, for making it happen when I was out of work. So it's good. And the club is good. Everything's good. I'm laying in bed here with my two dogs and they are, one of them's licking a pillow. Don't do that. They, but see they're tiny dogs. They have tiny brains and they think that licking a pillow is okay. <laughs> um, I had a great time in Halifax that episode is coming up next my big Halifax adventure I've got dates coming up April 20th, Chuckles Comedy Club May 10th at the Kennebecasis Legion in Rossay with the Best of New Brunswick Comedy Tour and the Best of New Brunswick Comedy Tour rolls along June 7th in Fredericton and you can check out the Best of New Brunswick Comedy Tour on Facebook for more information I um don't have a lot in my head right now. Um I have been just kind of dealing with one thing after another. Man, it's been it's been emotional and uh I'm looking forward to this weekend. This weekend I'm absolutely doing nothing. I that's not true. Saturday morning I have to hook up a couple switches for a guy, but it's very casual. Ah, So Saturday morning, I'll be doing that. But other than that, I plan on not working. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully I'll have a day with my family. That would be so nice. I'm looking forward to that Sunday morning ritual, man, to get up and uh, I make bacon and eggs for the family and uh, we put on the country radio and pretend that we have a simple, quiet life. Maybe take the dogs for a walk, you know, just just chill out. Just chill out and, and enjoy each other and look out the window and dream of doing that every day. Wouldn't that be nice? Just chill every single day. I hope you guys are chilling whatever you're doing. You're. Uh, I hope you're just relaxing right now. If, you, if you're doing a bit of work, I hope it's just at your own pace. And I hope that uh, you're working with some good people if you're at work an actual job. Um Yeah, I hope you're enjoying your surroundings, man, whatever you're up to today. And um yeah, I want the best for everybody that listens to this podcast, man. You know, do your best. Be your best you. And I'll try my very best to be the best me. Um Yeah, so what is this? This is the episode that you've all been waiting for. The Peter White and Jason Allen double... Smash a Rooney. This is a good a good interview with these guys, man. It was uh it was a strange kind of I, I intended on interviewing no comics because my business partner Julie Tower and I were gonna have our own podcast called These Are My Questions and we were gonna interview the comedians. But um you know, we're busy people and we have different schedules and for one reason or another, haven't gotten to that stage yet. So I'm not saying that that's not going to happen. I'm um, definitely going to have to interview Julie and have her on the podcast and maybe talk about some of this stuff. But for now, since uh, these are my questions, is kind of on the back burner. I am going to take advantage of this opportunity while I have it. Um, these guys coming through town, guys and girls, comedians, um, are professionals and they do this for a living. They don't have uh any day job like you and me got. They go around the world and tell their jokes and they're really good at it. And that's what makes them professional. And it's, it was a joy uh, to interview Peter again because him and I toured the country in 2007. And so I guess it's safe to say that we became fast friends. Then he takes, uh, Great joy in making fun of me, and uh, we, we like taking the piss out of each other. Peter's a great guy. And Jason Allen's someone I'm just getting to know through uh, my buddy Manola Santanos. They're part of the Steel Town Degenerates Tour, a uh, group of professional comedians out of Hamilton. And uh, Jason is uh, one of those guys uh, that you look at him and you would never know he's a comedian. He's uh, He looks like Jesus. He's got the long hair. And he's just a very chill, polite, professional guy. And also, amazing joke writer, amazing performer, and, uh, and a headliner as well. So it was like we had two headliners. No, it wasn't like. It we actually had two headliners on the stage at the same time. And it was phenomenal, man. The back and forth between these guys. They just brought it. There's no other way to put it. That was one of our best shows, I gotta say. um, At Chuckles Comedy Club. By the way, check out ChucklesComedyClub.ca for all the upcoming shows. If you're in the St. John, New Brunswick, Canada area, check it out. Or if you're just looking uh, for the best comedians around, just look at our website, man. We got them all. We got Niall Sagan coming in May. We got uh, Dave Merhaj. Uh, who just won a Juno for uh, Best Comedy Album in Canada. Uh, That guy's got a Netflix special as well. Uh, Man, so many great comics coming up. ChucklesComedyClub.ca. check them all out. But this is the show I'm talking about, the Peter White and Jason Allen Show. Peter White was headlining, Jason Allen was hosting, um, but they are both headliners. And they're in it every day, and that's why it was so fun to talk to them, because they're doing what I want to do for a living you know and that's really cool man when you're into something and you see somebody doing what you want to do and they're so good at it and so kind and gracious and they they really made me feel like I was part of it you know even though I'm not part of it anymore I'm I dip my toe into stand up but uh, I'm not on the road every day like these guys are and it's an amazing thing to hear what they go through and to share time with them and and thank you to them for making me feel like, uh, making me feel like a comedian again, making me feel like one of the guys. I enjoyed it very much. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, again, guys, write into me. I, I need those emails, man. They 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 are my lifeblood. If you're sitting, if you're hesitating on this, um, please email me your thoughts, questions, comments. It's Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and what else can I say? That's about it. Um, God, I, I don't want to get too much into this, but we found out one of our regular customers has taken his own life. And um, that was really hard to read that email this morning. Um, and I just want to say, man, if you're if you've got those thoughts, it's uh, I don't make it a secret, man. I I have depression, and I'm manic, manic depressive, um, and I joke about it on stage, and maybe I shouldn't. But um, yeah, this uh, this lady reached out to me and uh, Julie and said that her husband unfortunately took his life, and that she really appreciated Chuckles because, um, it was the one place she could take her husband. He was, he didn't want to go anywhere cause he was depressed and stuff. And anyway, Chuckles Comedy Club was one of the only places that she could get him to go cause he enjoyed the laughing, laughing. And, um, he appreciated how Julie always remembered their name and He appreciated how I was honest about my mental illness on stage. And it was just a lot to read that email. Because um, that guy was me. Uh, I mean, there's no difference. He has kids. He's in his 40s. And it all just became too much for him. And for People like him and I, it's too much sometimes. And the thing that keeps me going is the kids. And there's a lot of other things that contribute to me going and and carrying on, but but the kids always bring me back, you know. <clears throat> I'm just so sorry that that happened. And if you uh, ever have those thoughts or feelings and you're listening to this, just uh, send, me a, send me a message, man. I'll talk to you. I'll make time for you. It's Podcast at com. And, uh, anyway, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do something for them. Uh, we're going to do some kind of a fundraiser or something for the family, but, uh, yeah man if you're feeling that low something's broken upstairs okay it's not normal to feel that way it's not it's 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 a temporary state of mind it's not gonna be that way forever even though maybe sometimes it feels like it's forever you're not gonna feel that way forever something is gonna bring you back and it is so worth hanging on until something does because i I know man life is just Constant pain. I get it. But sometimes there's things that are so surprising that you never thought were possible. And, and miracles happen every day and you just hang on. You just hang on, my brother. I'm right here with you. Um, this is an open invitation, man. You email me. At least email me first. do not Don't do it. There's no coming back, man. And, and you got to see how this shit ends, you know? If nothing else, just to see how fucking bad it can get. You know? See it out till the end. Hold hold, hold your breath. Wait for that miracle. Grind your teeth through it. It's worth it, man. It's worth it. I did not intend that for this to go this way. It was just on my mind. um, And so... Much love to that family, and uh, I'm thinking about you at this time. We're going to do something for them at the club. We're going to do some kind of fundraiser, and we'll we'll figure it out. All right, so that was fucking depressing, wasn't it? Well, sometimes it's depressing, man, and sometimes it's a, it's a good time and funny and fun, and that's what it was with these guys, man. I hope you enjoy this podcast with Jason Allen and Peter White. It's really fun. Podcasting's really fun. I'm loving it. Yeah? Yeah, I really love it. I, yeah, I couldn't get
2: into it. It's been, I'd like well, to. It,
0: it's, it's very um, self-reflective. Mm. And if you're not super comfortable with yourself, it's like... Oh yeah, I wouldn't be doing
2: that kind of podcast. I'd be doing an about something podcast.
1: Yeah, he does his about no, something. My, yeah, no, I mine's, really mine's
0: personal. God, yeah, no, Mine is about my experience every day. So like, I'm like the Truman Show a very like shitty version of the Truman Show except people aren't watching it's like the Truman Show yeah but my in my case you know I, I'd be lucky if I have a hundred listeners a hundred listeners is good for five guys now. yeah hundred uh,
2: listeners is not bad like for an episode or podcast. well I
0: was surprised at how many listeners I had just in the United States I got like 30 listeners in the United States nice. like is Brian Giles listening hi Brian if you're listening um Shout out to Brian Giles,
2: That'd be if the only American I know. If you guys shouted me out, I'd be freaked out so bad. Would you really? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> For
1: yourself?
2: I'd like to get a uh, Philly cheese steak drink. Drink. Oh, to drink. I'm going I'm to
0: grab your drinks and I'm going to do your food. I know you're hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, I'm half deaf. Oh, okay. Sorry, can I get a coffee and a lemon water? Sure. And uh, can I get the cream and the sugar?
2: Absolutely. Thanks. Sounds good. For yourself?
1: Just give me the water. Water?
2: Thanks. Okay. Me
1: as well,
0: please. Thank you Ordering food and ordering drinks, good ambient stuff. You know,
2: the podcast.
0: I'm like a crackhead for content now. I'm like, what can I record? I'm talking to the mailman. He's like, I, I just, I got a lot of houses, man. Can
1: I get no, <laughs> what do you think about
0: Where were you born? <laughs> Leave me alone or I'll call the police. Is that direct enough for you? Do
2: you think stealing is <laughs> big thing? get out of here. How's everything, guys? Awesome. Oh, yes, the show's, on, yeah. it show's at 8, but we have a full restaurant and bar. So, yes, I would definitely come early because it's all both
0: sold. Out. She's so good at stuff. I can't do that stuff. I can, but I fumble. Okay, um, well, yeah. Like, people will say, the state, there's something called the tap.
1: And people would say... In, so Oh, so can, can I just pick
0: up the tickets price price at the door? And instead of saying, yeah, you could do that, no so, problem, you know? I'd be like, well, we prefer you buy them right now. Right. And it's like, yes. then you people are like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yep. and you get to eat, and there's a table. Yeah, there's ways to, to say and things, and, and it's not, uh, it's not uh, like,
0: to be, to like, tables. good with customers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to do it. No. bet. No, I, th- I think he just, you know. He's a good man. He's a good, good a
1: guy. Can you ever tell you about the time he bought Rob Q underwear? Because Rob Pugh came on the trip, or I was on the trip and was like, oh, they lost my luggage, I don't even have underwear or anything, when I was missed this store He got it, and Rob's such a man. He refused to wear the underwear, so It's weird that you bought him and he just left them there.
2: <laughs> I respect
1: both those people yeah. in that Yeah. I respect both those people.
2: I (laughs) I can totally see Rob acting that way. Especially younger Rob, too, like that. Like Rob now. Rob, like 10 years ago? For
0: sure. Oh my god. I never get a good picture of the crowd, though. The lighting isn't right.
2: You have to do it before the show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When the lights are up. Is it sold out tonight again? You knew what I wanted before I knew. You know? Read mine. That's how good you are at your job. You should know that you're good at your job. Thank
1: you. Enjoy, guys.
0: It's awesome. She say it back that I'm good at my job? <laughs> she doesn't know what my job is. Still, it's polite. I don't look like I have a job.
2: <laughs> you look like you barely work for company. <laughs>
0: But I look like I'm the guy that definitely I don't know does the floor plan or something like I
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah. We do do the announcements. Man, we killed the announcements last night.
0: That was the best we've ever done the announcements. that
1: was really smooth. I really like the new guys.
2: And all of them canceled a gig with this Just for Laughs thing that happened. I'm backtracking because yep. I know we talked about that earlier. But what was the Just for Laughs gig that they canceled? Was just, just For a Laughs showcase. To, oh, a showcase. Okay. Yeah. Like at a club down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a thousand. Were they of them getting, getting paid for them? No, no, no. It would just oh. be a showcase to try to get into Just for Laughs. Oh, that's all. None of them can get into Just for Laughs. None of us can get into Just for Laughs. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no, not even. Kind you're also amazing. What the fuck is wrong with Just for Laughs? It's hard to get into, it's all American acts, it's not Canadian acts.
0: I think it's got something to do with French.
2: Really? It's a French it's conspiracy. Yeah, it's so uh, not it's so like Montreal it's like... the Montreal or the whole thing. It's the whole thing. There's, there's some people who get opening spots in Toronto or <laughs> okay. out east. And every you know, two people go They'll to the open for labs. like the nasty show. J F L forty two just, like just isn't it. as prestigious, is it? No. No. But every Montreal like they it depends. They try stuff different years. Like they tried that Kevin Hart thing, a bunch of people got tapings out of that, but it's still, you know, it would be one or two people you'd know. Okay, year. got in. Like, got the combra probably would have been there once, maybe? I think he did one gala? I think he did, yeah. So, yeah. And Sean's unbelievable. He would have got there once. Meyerhog has never been there. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, it's not easy as a Canadian to get into. Wow. You can get into, they have a thing called the homegrown competition, which yes. is slow. Uh, so, yep. like, I've done that, but yep. I've never been able to get into Chester Labs. Gotcha. Yeah, because a lot of people have that as a credit. They were either a uh, winner of it or and or in it, or yeah. whatever the home group. Me was. and won it the same year. Yeah, he won that year. Yeah. I did not win that year.
1: Gotcha.
2: I had no business being there. I've been doing comedy for. So like, I'd be less like Peter years. White, runner up for you, the. you could say that, you'd <laughs> still be lying. It'd be a great <laughs> name for an album, runner up.
0: No, would Our sound guy last night in the middle of the show <laughs> starts crinkling up oh. this bag, and not. Right, away. you know how you do it quickly, so you hope no one will hear. Right. He, he had no, none of that in him. <laughs> he, he was no just clues. like, I'm gonna slowly crinkle this bag. It was like a, some kind of grocery bag, but you know the kind that like cracks and crinkles and stuff. Yeah. He was doing it for over 30 seconds, and I said, Hazen, what are you doing? And he just like gives me a dirty look, but like I'm the right asshole. In front of them at a booth,
2: and it's like I don't know <laughs> if he thinks because he's
0: behind them that he's got a glass wall in front of him or something. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Oh, would you like to accept this call? Hello? Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? Well, probably a call about comedy, I don't know. Yeah,
2: what, how many are you looking for? There you
0: go, buddy. You're selling out. Yes. Peter
2: White's what a do? draw. Oh, yeah, for sure it's me. Uh, <laughs> you can go right now to the bar- venue and pick them up. Um, it's, it's in the Parkway Mall. Have you been there? Yes.
0: Okay, so this comic gets to the club and he goes and the the club is full it's packed he goes my family will be sitting here and he points to a table where there's already people already people sitting and I'm like "Uh, well it doesn't really work that way man there there are already there are already people sitting there he goes make it happen and then he goes to the green room wow yeah so I went over that table and I said look man I'm going to be straight with you the comic's a bit of a dick (laughs) he wants his family to sit here you have every right to tell me to fuck off I said but I'm trying to play both sides I said if you guys would move to another table I'd be happy to buy you each a drink and they were like yeah sure so for like $70 I made it happen but I don't think that comedian would act that way
2: if he he was ever a booker if he he had ever booked a club no no, but also you shouldn't act that way regardless. Yeah, whether or not he's been I agree, a, with you should, you're still a human being.
0: Freak, you know. I can't believe I want I want that changed. Like they've already made and distributed the posters, like,
2: and it just matters I so not, little. It matters. It, it, oh, so my little. Yeah. oh my god!
0: Oh my god! And it makes it, so little difference It makes me really sad that I was that person
2: But it's doing you when you're caught up in it too man. Because you're caught up in this career And trying to make it a career And you need these steps in order to feel good And it's, yeah. it's hard, it's hard in your head, I get it
0: But I definitely but you still shouldn't have done it. I'm a better person today than I was 10 years ago Absolutely, right. absolutely well, That's yeah. a good
2: feeling it's You good. seem more calm Oh if yeah I can say, You seem more calm and more yeah. subtle and more happy in general I am, yeah You're not making me sad to be around you? Which is lovely. Wow. Really? are going to leave here and be like second chain. I felt that the
0: whole time I was here. <laughs> okay, so I'll interview Peter and then come over?
2: Sounds
0: great. I mean, cool. Thank you so
2: much again no, for lunch. No thank you. See you in a bit. Is, um, 7 o'clock okay? You want to be a little later? What time? Uh, yeah, if you, well, I don't know. I'd rather be a little bit later, but if you guys okay, want to go over 7, 7, 7 I can walk over. 7.30. Sure, that would be great for me. 7.30? I can
0: Okay, call me if you need me. Yeah, no, exactly. I'll be back. I should take my, uh, oh, I, I got it. Okay.
2: at the hotel is, wow. what we're doing. Did you just try to make that a real smooth intro? But I did. You tried to make it like we th- you didn't know I was going to be recording it, but you're holding yeah. your phone in a way that nobody would ever hold the phone. The <laughs> no, I, I'm not trying to make it a secret that I'm recording. What I'm trying to
0: do is get ambience, and like I'm trying to describe everything that I see.
2: Just doing the real natural thing and describing you know, the elevator coming this down. This podcast would be great for
0: blind people.
2: You know, when you're hanging out with the elevator, Caption and closed or whatever. Elevated. What do they call that? They caption. call it closed caption. If you call it caption and closed again, it doesn't you in the face. <laughs> oh, no. Because no, no. those two words have never been put together, and the fact that you just threw them together is stupid. It was stupid. But I am a stupid person. I <laughs> know, yeah, but stop. I'm trying to help you. i trying to you. Right, here. right, right. Okay.
0: You know it's closed caption. N- no, no. Closed caption is on a television when they print the words on the screen.
2: Oh, uh, you think it described uh, audio? Described, described video? Video,
0: exactly. Well,
2: that's described even farther audio. away from closed and captioned. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on the elevator blind.
0: People. <laughs> I'm really good at court the
2: blind. Americans. Hello, blind. People. Blind people like Is it
0: every podcast good for blind people? Most of them is. It's very yeah. like, visual things sometimes. Yeah, That's right. But then if you just if you say we're on the elevator and they blind from birth, they wouldn't know what the fuck you're talking about.
1: They still I know an elevator. I think yeah, they
0: still They know have the concept. Idea, How can you explain there. to someone who's never
2: seen what, what? you can See, you get in a box that moves up.
0: Everybody. Whatever. If you're more loungy, you can sit in the different situation. I don't know why I'm so concerned with your seating situation I think I'll be fine that <laughs> Jason Allen where where did you when did you come along when, when did you start comedy you, well, how do you know my buddy Manolis well,
1: I started in London and then I you know was close enough to Hamilton to be doing some gigs there and I guess met him along the way and then moved to Hamilton a couple years ago because London's kind of in the middle <clears throat> of nowhere it's, like, two and a half hours from, like, any major city, from yeah. Toronto or Windsor, so...
0: Which is still relatively close, but yeah, it's not far bad, enough on a
1: day-to-day. Far enough on a day-to-day when you're new and wanting to grind and, want like really to build an act and stuff like that, and... Couldn't afford to live in Toronto and move to Hamilton and honestly feel like it was like a good fit for me because I'm not really like a big, big city guy. Yeah. So I was definitely happier being Hamilton. And Plus the homeless look makes you really fit in. I Hamilton. really do fit in in Hamilton.
0: I just love, I guess I just, to be honest, I just love the idea of talented people working together and packaging it.
1: For sure. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: It's like uh, when they do the Snowden comedy tour, I'm doing a very uh, a poor man's version of that called the Best in New Brunswick Comedy Tour, and you're in Hamilton, you guys were the Steeltown Degenerates. And I just feel like if somebody sees Shane Ogden or Jason Allen on a poster, they don't really know that as a household name. But if they see the
1: Steel Town degenerates, sure. no, you because, see how it's a product? It was I definitely about. a good package, and it got them yeah. into a lot of places. And this was, like, almost almost three years ago now. So I was pretty new when they were even doing that. So yeah. I got to do some spots, and I was lucky. And then I had some dates where, like, uh, one of them wasn't able to attend. Like, Pat was touring with Tom Green, too. So I got to do, like a full weekend at the old Mississauga yucks. And that was a good learning experience for me. And I got to do like Ottawa and stuff too at the uh, yucks there. So yeah, it was really cool. And you know, Manolis and I will definitely come down and do some stuff here, but it'd be great to like get around to some other places too.
0: 100%. yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if I could throw stuff together, I would, I'm, I'm in the middle right now. I'm a little bit torn because I want to be a stand-up again. Right. But I'm also a booker. But I, I don't book. But basically, I let Julie do a lot of the things that I don't really want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make the decision about when Jason Allen can come back to St. John because I want you to come back right away. But the reality is... We, no,
1: there needs to be some breathing room on she stuff has, like that. Absolutely. She,
0: like, I, I go to her like an excited kid and like, Can we get a puppy? And she's like, no, we have to feed the puppy and you have to, you know what I mean? You have, it's a lot of responsibility to book a comic, Shane. You you, the have a plight, you know, yeah.
1: You fed the puppies today and yesterday. So yeah, yeah. true. Peter yeah. and I being the puppies in this situation.
0: That's right. Peter White. Hey, I'm a
2: puppy. You're a puppy. I've always been a puppy. <laughs> if you listen to this, Brian Giles, I'm a puppy. <laughs> we're going we're to keep mentioning Brian Giles. He's my boy. Now, have you ever met Brian? Me and Brian go way back. He doesn't know it, but I've watched him for a long time. Do I get the gout? You had the gout. I get the gout all the time.
0: So your gout's in and out? It's
2: in and out gout. I'm on drugs <laughs> right now to keep the gout away. It's
0: in and out gout. Sean Lecomber's
2: got the gout too. What? You know, Sean Lecomber's got the gout as well.
0: Is the gout spreading?
2: The gout spreads like wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Sean spread it? Why is there fucking croutons on that floor? like croutons?
1: So Caesar salad from Days of Yore. Yeah, we were all upset about that because he doesn't deserve anything. What I mean, a What like. a piece of shit that Miss Yeah, yeah. He's actually the nicest guy that's in the world, so and yeah. such a talented writer. It's
2: insane. Yeah, yeah. How, I
1: bet I could take him in a fight, though. Oh, you could kick the fuck out of him. So, either. but that, I just can't that I, makes...
2: I, I, <laughs> you might be funnier and more successful, but fucking square down and I'll. Drop but I feel you. like you. Jesus Christ!
0: So, that's and the other part special. is they threw candy out. Nice. In the street. It's illegal here now. And kids were like running out. To just get that, And, and occasionally dying, possible. getting oh, hit beautiful. by a floater.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you can't keep them It's in the
0: States. They just sprinkle them with sugar and they, 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 just they whip candy at the kids' faces and they run out into the street. Did you not have that when you were a kid? Santa Claus parade.
2: Oh, okay. There's at every parade where I grew up. My really? Through candy? Yeah, until some kid died and then they said you're not allowed to throw candy anymore. Anyway. Why they... How did he die? I don't know. I might be making it up. But they stopped throwing candy? I assume it's because the kid died. I <laughs> oh, yeah, any yeah, other yeah. reason why. This they has been done. not uh, you know facts story. with Peter. I didn't expect any follow-up was. questions. I thought you were just kind of going to set that and let <laughs> me go. But now that you called me out, I don't know what happened. But you the, called.
0: Oh, that was good. You when called I was me about
2: there. 11, they stopped throwing candy. I don't know what the reason is, but the kid inside me died, if nothing else. Nice.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> there's no
2: people. There's, okay, there's nobody. Maine is like the
0: New Brunswick of the a city of Maine.
2: You Bangor. And then what? East Point. Exactly. There's no. Dallas. Yeah. How big is the city? Brewer. (laughs) You got Brewer. You're showing off now. It's like a
0: slow Boston. Okay. Like Boston's slow cousin. Hello. You got a wicked pisser. You know, honestly. And you feel like everybody's just fucking with you when you're there. Right. You're like, okay. Right. That's great. So, uh, Jason
1: Allen, how long have you been doing comedy?
0: I just hit
1: six years earlier this month, so. Incredible,
0: by the way. I think cool. you're doing amazing for six years. Thanks, man. Thanks. That's I, there's no game. real time
1: thing. Yeah, like, I've been doing know. it
0: 20 years, but, you know, kind of part-time, kind of in and out. Right. I definitely feel like we're on a peer level. You know, like, I, I really feel like, you know, I, I I would have to work hard to stand shoulder to shoulder with you. I think you're a very talented comedian.
1: Well, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's just like I'm in a good situation and getting to do it every day. So it helps a lot, right? When you just, when you can be in that position where you're able to just focus so much time on it. Yeah. I get jealous of guys like when we're talking about like Nace. When like, uh, I wish I had the awareness he had at 15 to be like, oh, this is what I want to do for yeah. the rest of my life. Because I put tens of thousands of dollars into a degree. Yeah. And now he's 25, and he's already fucking... Peter's killer. what
0: Mace Man. would have been if it didn't work out for Mace.
1: <laughs> the downhill Mace. Downhill, downhill Mace. Mace. You're going to end up here, bud. Downhill go on. over there. I remember when I was on the upside too.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's doing now, though. Mercer stopped. I don't know what he's doing. I'm sure he's busy, but I don't know what he's doing. I
0: have the Mercer book on my nightstand. I haven't made it through it yet, but a couple yeah. pages here and there. You know, books. Yeah.
2: Care.
0: I'm not a book person. Not a bookman. You know. I'm not, not a, a bookman. Not a
2: bookman. <laughs> not a bookman. Shane Bookman.
0: <laughs> I love autobiographies though. Yeah. I read uh, Anthony Kiedis. Oh yeah, that one
2: really disappointed me.
0: Chris Farley. I
2: was really disappointed to learn how literal all the red hot chili peppers songs were. Oh, yeah. It's like, I thought under the bridge was, like, a cool metaphor, but it's just about him being under a bridge, doing heroin. <laughs> I was like, man, that sucks. That really yeah. sucks.
0: That was such a nice But song. I like how the band was always pissed with him. Yeah. Come assing. on, man. Stop not being in town when we have a big show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I love, uh, even, there was a book my mother had, and I had to take a shit at her house, so I was like... I had to read this goddamn book. It's what a terrible book. It was called "The House That Built Jam" or "The
1: the,
0: the house that Jam, the house that Jam built, and it January. was the story of Ed Smith. Oh, oh yeah, Jam that was
1: like Jam built. Jam Ed Smith Jam
0: yeah. Actually, so I started reading it. Fascinating.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they had all these apple orchards or whatever, so the ladies started making marmalade, and next thing you know, they. Their marmalade was going bad, so then the train came through, and they were like, Ah, we can take our marmalade to the next town by train. And then you get to know, like, they worked their way through all the wars, and like, all these people in their family came in and out. Like, it was like, How I couldn't put was this, this gun shit? This
2: fucking book. Jesus was this Christ, thing. man. He's shitting for 24 straight hours. <laughs> I'm still on the toilet at my mother's right <laughs> now. <laughs> Took a whole E.D. Smith's life worth of a shit. But that.
0: That that is the how fascinated I am with people's lives. Like I love. It doesn't matter who you are. I would interview a janitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be next,
2: Joe Rogan. Ah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter it goes without saying, man. You're incredible. You you are so much better than you so think I'm, you let's are. Let's not
2: do this. Let's not do this. I'm uncomfortable. I, I know. I'm, I'm uncomfortable got, already. I'm with uncomfortable. This. I like no, when people are saying but, mean things about people.
0: No, but you. Can't take a compliment, you hate no, it. No, I can't. It's very uncomfortable. <clears throat> How long yeah.
2: have you been? What what is it that? Though.
0: Thirteen years man?
1: Thirteen years. Did your parents like
0: give you compliments and then beat you within an inch of your life and now it's just too dramatic to Every time, every time someone goes, "Hey, yeah, I like you," and you just put your hands up like you're going to get hit. Well, I
2: find it super weird that there's three dudes sitting around a room talking into a phone that maybe nobody will listen to, and we're going to say <laughs> nice things. But uh, I thought it that's not Birchwood, how I interact with my friends. Birchwood
0: podcast has way over a hundred listeners.
2: I don't doubt that, but I don't know who they are except for Brian Giles or whatever his name is. People that I've interacted so, with. So it's weird for me to sit here in the moment now and take a compliment. I, right, right, right. I, I found it weird. I think that we all re- like and respect well, then each, each this comedy. and let's flip, let's flip ways.
0: the script and talk about your flaws.
2: Fine, I got time for them.
0: <laughs> I got, now, now you're comfortable. I got gout. Your shoulders dropped gout. when I sneeze. My shoulders go out of place. You smiled more. Like as soon as I said, <laughs> "Let's talk about your flaws,"
2: you were like, "All right, because this is fun. <laughs> it's fun. You can talk about negative shit, <clears throat> yeah. and it's fun." Your you're cr- chronic bragging is, is just now. weird. It There's is nothing worse than listening to somebody brag about their shit. That's true. And I don't want to do that, and it's just, I don't want this, this to be a circle jerk, so... Yeah, that's true. But nobody
0: here is saying, I'm a good comic.
2: Nobody is, because you're terrible at that's everything. That's right. <coughs> not so, just comedy. you know, it's
0: not really a circle jerk if it's just two guys. Basically, you're saying, I'm jerking off two guys. That's not nice. But it's uh,
1: probably accurate. You could probably do it. If it's Dick's probably, were he probably is nice for the guys you're jerking not yeah, the left-handed guy. To. The left-handed guy's probably the guy with the, the weaker hand. Like when
0: mind. I said you're a talented comedian, that felt
1: nice. a <clears throat> really nice feeling. No uncomfortable. I'm, I'm like Peter. I yeah. can't take compliments. I just you think don't that like You would hope that we get on to something yeah. else. I like the yeah, thing we, the way we 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 like we, it. Yeah, I, appreciate I appreciate it. That but yeah. I mean, do you like <laughs> when audience members come up to
0: you and say you were the best comic I've ever
1: seen in my life? Bre- Honestly, do not. If it's a quick interaction, I'm cool. Hanging for a long time, I'm like. You're a complete stranger to me, so like, what am I gonna continue to talk about you with? You should what just me? say, "I want to go home with you." You should, yeah. you should, you should, you should double down and, and like, sell it and then yeah, that yeah. might work. Yeah, uh, you know John Steinberg, yeah, and he has. I joke. love John. Uh, I think he says, "My best friend is this guy Dave." I met Dave once. He came up to me after the show and he said, "Good job," and he handed me a beer, and then he left. <laughs> it's the best relationship I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Different close, but I do, but I do get what you're saying in the sense that like I'll come back from a mic sometimes and be like that was shit whatever and the next week I go back to it and Kitty's like what are you doing and I'm like you don't understand you (laughs) You have to do it even if you hate it sometimes you have to do it until you can figure out that room or that bed or whatever else so yeah I do see what you're saying is that sometimes there's just a different way of relating to other comics for sure
2: so uh, me and Kyle talk with this a lot too. You get when you talk to comics like I can just say something to you and I don't have to back it up with anything. No. You can just say some dumb shit and you'll just let it oh. slide, you know? Like yeah. you say it to regular people, you just say it as a joke. Yeah. And then they're like, what do you mean by that? What? I don't mean anything by it. I just say whatever stupid shit comes into my head hoping to make somebody laugh. Yeah. And comedians are just okay with that. But like regular people want you to have thoughts behind your ideas and stuff. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is shallow. This is <laughs> like, like I this could a joke
0: I could walk into this room as another human man and I could tell you that I didn't hit, think Hitler was so bad, and yeah. like, and I could talk to you about that for about fifteen minutes, yeah, cool, and man. you
2: would not call the police, which you should call the police no, and tell them there's a
0: man, it. a madman on the loose.
2: That is another thing too. Though. That is something that I think comedians don't understand about regular people sometimes is that uh, some with like the like offensive jokes, and not regular people, because some, some people get it. People who like dark humor really get it. But, sure, like, a joke can be offensive and still be funny. Do you know what I mean, like mechanically yeah. speaking, it'd still be a funny joke, Absolutely. even if it's awful. <laughs> like you, like there's. Is that what you're horrible focusing
0: horrible. on now? No, no, but is, right. is that the style
2: you're gonna go with? But I think it's some of the comedians get it. that. Do right? you know what I mean like when I say a joke to you that's awful, when you say that Hitler joke to me? I don't think you mean anything with Hitler. No, I mean? but if you say it to a person, they think about Hitler. Oh my god! Yeah, they think it's about time, yeah.
0: real time I don't Hitler. Think about
2: Hitler. you always yeah. say Hitler to me,
0: I think <laughs> without, to, Hitler. without comedy for yeah. context, that is a really scary thing to hear somebody say. But I know you mean it as a joke.
2: But oh, they my don't, God. They don't mean uh, How could you
0: ever think that Hitler
2: was a good guy or whatever? But the example I always try to use to explain to people is like... Um, but Hitler's so far removed. Yeah, we'll take a look of this. Let me get to my point. I All right. Point. I, get, I thought this through. Let me speak. All right. <laughs> I try to explain to people like uh, uh, a song could still be beautiful if the words were awful. Do you know I mean? Like if uh, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You, if the words were I would always hate Jews, but it was the same melody, it's still a beautiful song. Do I mean like? Yeah, it's I agree more than anything I've ever agreed with. <laughs> so I feel the same way with jokes. There's jokes that I think are hilarious, but they're awful. Like the content is terrible. Yeah. But just structurally speaking, I love the structure of jokes and I love the way jokes work. I can think yeah. they're funny, but you should never say them to anybody. Well. Do I you know <laughs> yeah. mean? Yeah. In the same way that a beautiful melody with terrible words is still beautiful sounding to your ears, but it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so <that's> the <laughs> There's an
0: acceptance there. Yeah. Yeah. I so, like it. You can accept that you can have an awful subject, but
1: the vehicle that it drove in was still, you know. Funny, just
2: mechanically speaking.
1: Yeah. Do you know the song? I'm sure you do, but The Beatles, it's getting better. Honestly. Yeah. I I used to be cruel to my woman and beat her and kept kept
0: her apart from the the things things that that she she loved. loved.
1: Jesus. And it's a happy, upbeat melody, and it's one of their hit songs.
2: Exactly. But it's terrible. Joke's going to be like that, too. He is
1: talking about it's getting better, so he's not that guy anymore. But he still talks so, about beating his woman, yeah. you know,
2: and keeping her apart. And he says it's getting better. He doesn't things. say he's gotten there yet. That's it's the worst.
0: Better. That is the worst thing I have ever heard in my life any human say to any group of humans. It's terrible. Are,
1: if you just said yeah. it on if you said it I on stage. Her, like, 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 I kept her, like, I was cruel, was
0: cruel to her. I beat her. So I don't mind all that. I'm going to be honest
1: with you guys for a minute.
2: Yeah, do it. We're still doing the thing.
0: I kept her apart from the things that she loved is the single worst thing a person has ever done to another person. And it's set to a beautiful melody. Well, it's pretty much the R. Kelly documentary. Oh yeah. my gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I kept her apart from the things that she loved. I took her bunny it's so, when she was four. It's <laughs> like, so
2: specific too that you it's know it's so, real. You it's know it's real. So, so you know it's real.
1: And you've also Maybe heard some stories about John Lennon. And his first marriage it wasn't great. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. really yeah, really? Wasn't great. Oh, it's a nice way decorating it and keep her apart from things so well. <laughs> no, That was, was a, a was Lennon thing. But song. Lennon
0: did say he was bigger than Jesus. I mean, he's he was never a I think secret of that. Is
1: a joke, joke that was taken out of context too, and that's the problem with putting stuff yeah. in print sometimes, and that can be the problem sometimes with reading stuff off Twitter, and being like, you're guilty now, is that like, yeah. you're not seeing the inflection in my voice, and the sarcasm, you know what I mean? When we're laughing about this, like, I beat my wife song, people can kind of, they understand we're not saying, like, beating a woman is funny. No, it's I awful, it's amazing that of, that song existed, and was it's a just, hit. Yeah, it's just weird that it's that song existed. Silly. It's very silly. What's it
0: called? Getting better. Getting no, 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 beating, beating. Oh. The right. one that, the other one that was talking about wife beating. Wasn't there two?
2: Maybe. No, just... Oh, you're thinking of I Beat My Wife All Day. I Beat My the one Wife bracket All Day. That was the big hit for the Beatles? No. There's another there's two uh, wife beating songs. Make, the they going didn't going have a song out. called I Beat My Wife Brackets All Day. All day. Every day. <laughs>
0: I thought it was like
2: it an sucks. 80s hit, unrelated,
0: different artists, not the Beatles we're talking about anymore. Like a separate, a like... Separate song. I yeah. just like
2: the idea of the label guy sitting there. All right, I beat my wife's a good title, but I think it needs more. more. <laughs> I think we need to... have some brackets. All there. day? All day, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a hit. <laughs> Anybody can beat their wife. It takes a real rock star to do it all day. Okay. <laughs> okay,
0: well. It's really tiring, but I have to do what's right. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, wow. See? I shouldn't be laughing at that, but...
2: Well, here um, we are. Here we are. Think? Think. Actually,
1: I'll say this. Glenn Foster has a good bit about people saying like... You will oh, not I say it. this. Sorry.
0: Speeder <laughs> stops <laughs> you like from point. being allowed to talk just, yes. about, Glenn Foster. about you, Glenn Foster. So you're
2: clearly you making know. this up.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Hey, he's getting better all
0: the time. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god, that's funny.
1: Um No, he's just when people go like I shouldn't have laughed at this, he's like, What are you? Laughter is laughter's just a reaction. Like that's like saying oh, I shouldn't have coughed or I shouldn't have sneezed. No. Yeah. Laughter just so why you know, I don't know, why feel yeah. guilty about it, I guess? If if it made you like I don't know. If it yeah. cracked you up, it cracked you up.
2: That's yeah. a, a very clever thought that is uh, not funny. It's very Glenn Foster's <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's more of a
1: just a witty... It's a clever idea. It is a clever idea, yeah um but yeah I don't know so do you feel guilty for laughing I feel guilty if I laughed at somebody and then they were upset yeah I feel guilty if I hurt somebody if I've hurt somebody for sure like if you fell down and I laughed but then I realized you were like oh he's really hurt he's not getting up I'd feel terrible you know what I mean yeah but if somebody eats it and gets up, and I'm, like, pissing myself, <laughs> who cares? they fine. It's great. And yeah. it's just embarrassing, and we've all fallen.
2: It's funny. You know what I mean? But And, like I I don't want to speak for everybody else, but I assume it's similar for you guys, but laughing and stuff gets me through shit that's bad. Oh, for sure. It's oh, the 100%. only way I can deal with it. No, too. for only way sure. That it's okay. It can be very therapeutic, yeah. too,
1: right? So.
2: That's what I like about comic friends. Like, if, you, if I call up my buddies and be like, something shitty just happened, within 30 seconds they're making fun of it. And I'm yeah. laughing at it. Now I'm not sad about it. Yeah. Right. I feel you okay well. about it. Yeah. It distances it from me, I think. I do that when I, like, I'll yeah. write jokes about stuff that is bad right. and it will not feel as real anymore because now I've made it into a joke and I've changed some details and I'm talking about it and it doesn't feel like it really happened to me anymore. Right. I find it's a nice way to just distance myself from terrible things that have happened. Yeah. Like this no, hangout so I'll probably make a joke about later and try to forget <laughs> about it. <you> know? <laughs> It's been terrible. <laughs> it's been traumatic. I just need to find a way to laugh about
0: this finally. <laughs> well, I, you know, there's been a couple of things in my life when my grandfather passed away, and I was a pallbearer, and we went to take him in, in the rehearsal, and we carried it from the showroom, the showroom where all of, the, of death, where your family members gather around, as if you're buying a car, and the casket is the car, like everybody's around you when you're dead in this room. So this is where we're like, you gotta practice that. You don't want to fuck that up, you know. You gotta do death right. So we're carrying them up, we put them on the fucking pedestal, we take them out of the and outside into the hearse, and there's like, no problem. We got this, right? So the florist decides that she's just gonna set up her floral or elaborate. My grandfather was a man, he did not need that many flowers. (laughs) And it was just so many flowers, dude. It was like the whole fucking wall covered in flowers, and they blocked the only door that the casket would fit through. And so we discovered another door, but the casket would not fit through that door. And there were six men just, it looked like we're sawing a log. (laughs) And they were trying to get this fucking casket through a doorway. And my father, my grandfather's body just went. just thumped in the casket because you had to turn him sideways and you knew that his skull and his old dead body were just flopping around in there like a goddamn (laughs) fish in a bag that you just caught in your fucking fishing trip.
2: You know what I mean? (laughs) My
0: grandfather was being like held like a dead fish that day and it made me so happy. It made me so happy that my grandfather had that funny moment and people enjoyed his corpse jiggling you know that, is, that was good that for my grandfather's legacy because he was also a, a racist oh my god he was racist <laughs> I, I mean I'm I don't know if I saw Klansmen in my childhood but I'm pretty sure I saw Klansmen in my childhood and so I you know be- the fertilizer is something a flower grows out of I and I think be- I'm a flower but I come from shit
2: I can't believe that's how you tell that story. Thank you. I can't believe it starts with me feeling so bad for your dead grandfather, and it turns out he's racist the whole time. He's so dead
0: And you're welcome. In it. And that's the masterpiece dream. I'm working on.
2: There's what, nothing better than what, what did you think? Funeral humor, man. There's nothing better.
0: Do you think that was a pretty solid bit, or do you think that would be? I would take a real connection with the crowd to get that over. I don't think you want to open with
2: it. No. I <laughs> think you want to put that it's one near the end. Not friendly. Uh, yeah. I think it's fine, but they
0: have to like you a lot first. Yeah. Uh, I I almost need my own fan base for that. Yeah, you need I couldn't go into a general room of people that are just wanting to have a night of comedy and, like, get into it like that with them. It takes a lot of energy Is a problem with it. Yeah, you really have to sell it. Yeah, and that's all, because I'm maybe not as good of a writer, but I'm a good orator. I'm a good descriptor. You know what I mean? I can describe something and paint a picture in your mind, but I don't think that I'm a mechanical joke writer that can punch it up enough to be palatable, maybe. But I'll figure it out. You're
2: doing it in a different way, a more theatrical style. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. It's not like it's not being jo- judge on laughs per minute. Too. I mean, people don't right. leave going. I didn't laugh as much as I did the last week. Yeah, like, and that's times, what
0: mechanical joke
2: writing is for. you think? Yeah, I mean, it keeps the laughter going the whole way through. It's mm. easier. I've stumbled yeah. into good jokes. You have great jokes. It's not about that.
0: You know, like when my when we're talking about my son. Uh, asking about what's it like to touch a girl and I, I panicked and I was like it's kind of like feeding a horse an apple keep your hand flat it tickles <laughs> you know like so so they laugh but it's like um I don't have enough of those jokes to like right, make it entertaining great. and pop in the whole time right. and well, I know awesome. you have that you have I noticed last night you have enough of that uh, like, laughs per minute that you're getting, like, it, it builds into a bigger punch toward the end of the bit. It's Yeah, really but it's not
2: because I'm uncomfortable with the moment, do you know I mean? But there's really like, uh, like, yeah. do you, have you ever listened to Patton Oswalt? Yes, and I love him. See, he's a dude more like you. He's, he's not, one of my favorites. It's not joke, joke, joke. It's a description of a thing.
0: It's right, funny. right.
2: And it's a whole, it's a way that I don't think, but I appreciate it's yeah. a different
0: art. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I write jokes more like, uh, you know, I'm obviously like a kind of Louis K fan, and I write similar style kind of thing. But I, really, I admire
0: the but, joke writers.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you admire what you can't do, you know what I mean? I admire watching dudes that, you know, I can't, they do shit I can't do. I, mean, I watch, like, Mark Little a guy who does stuff I can't do. He's just doing silly, weird stuff that yeah. I never think of. That's it. I like the really silly guys. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys. No. But I really respect. And I enjoy it more, style, I think, because sure. you watch it differently. Do you know what I mean I watch that going? This is something I can't do, so I don't. I don't feel jealous or anything. No, I you mean you just impress and you just yeah. enjoy it. And I laugh more, like when I watch yeah. guys, like when I watch you, because we do similar style jokes. Do you yeah. mean, just kind of structurally. Like I watch yeah. you with an appreciation. I don't laugh as much because I'm studying. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm. Yes. I like the structure. No, of it. Absolutely. And uh, like and. without saying this offensively but with all comedians who write like me like you know where the joke's gonna go you kinda yeah you see where stuff's gonna fall because we have that same writing style of like so I'm more impressed by your setup. yeah I mean I'm more impressed because the setup is more impressive to me because the punchline is easy once you have a good setup. yeah so I'm impressed with your premises and your ideas when I watch a guy like you I'm like okay that's a really good idea I really like the idea and of course you make funny things about it but you know that's in a way that I would have made the same funny things. Right, you know? yeah. Not the same, no. but similar kind of ideas. Dude. Sure. It's not, like, if when I watch a Mark Little or somebody different, it's an off-the-wall idea in a way that I wouldn't have thought. I, yeah. I laugh. I like, oh, shit, I never would have thought like that. You know? Like, I appreciate you guys. I know Louis C.K. or Bill Burr. Like, I, I love the jokes, but I understand how they're structured, and they're not, it's not, I don't have yeah. the same surprise gut laugh that I yeah. have from a dude that I don't get. You know I mean? yeah. So, like, when you make me laugh, it's from a way that I wouldn't have thought, and I laugh more. Because it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've studied so much comedy, like how I write, that I know how it works. You can, yeah, you can see the jokes coming. Yeah. As soon as yeah. you bring up an idea, I go, fuck, that's a great idea. I can see all the ways he's going to make jokes about it. Sure. And sometimes you wouldn't yeah. have one and make you laugh. But you Some, sometimes
0: I say that comedy is the art of surprise. Hmm. And we're all different.
2: I think there's two, to me, there's two different kinds of jokes that really work. It's either that, a surprise, like a thought you've never had, or a thought that we've all had and nobody's said. So relatable, and then yeah. you just found it. You, you just started talking it. about it
1: before anybody else really did, but everybody's getting it. I love those relatable jokes, too. Mm-hmm. That's why I share more embarrassing stories on stage now, because it just turns out people can relate to those a bit more. Definitely. But I do like that, like, hit him, hit them, hit them, hit them, kind of structure of, like, I have this topic, this is what I wanna these are the points I wanna hit on it or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Right. But even it's like I mean, even when you do stories, you're writing them like jokes. I mean, oh no, very absolutely. You that way. Just marks. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's really well yeah, done. Really, sure. really, and I mean this as a compliment. I hope you're not taking this in that. No, way. not at but, all.
1: Way. I I keep track of stuff like that. I'll be honest. I focus on last for a minute. I do too pops. I yeah. I'm as structured That's just the way I write. Yeah. I'll never be one of those guys who flies around the stage and like um, and I I don't deal with chaos as well. No, man. A rowdy room, um, I just try to keep hitting them with the material. And, you know, and sometimes they catch on and it settles them. And sometimes they don't. And it's kind of hard for me to go, like, off. You know what I mean? They're yeah, so man. Do you yeah, find I'm that? Like, with, like, really rowdy rooms, <laughs> it's like, I'm either going to win them back over with my
2: stuff or... I was like that. I've I mean, gotten, uh, to be, gotten, to if I can better, be honest, like, I've gotten better. gotten better, in, like, dealing with the room? I I've
1: know.
2: gotten a little better. Only being being in England, just being on stage more. Just because I was doing five and six shows a week. Right. I've gotten better at dealing with that kind of stuff. But I'm similar. I'm on book the whole time, and I am i don't want to be off book. No, I don't want to be, be off
1: book. I thing. don't want to be
2: dealing with people. I wrote this stuff. I want to do it. I hate the,
1: yeah.
2: I hate deep silence.
1: Yeah, me too. Too. there'll be, like, some jokes where, like, maybe you build a little tension, but you know you have, like... This one's been tried and tested. It's going to pop at the end or something, or you feel like there's a big payoff. But for the most part, let's no. just keep it flowing. <laughs> We're trying to have fun The yeah. whole time.
2: Yeah, I'm similar. Yeah, so I appreciate the way you write. I really enjoy watching the joke. Thanks. I, lo- I love this, and I, I think that, you know,
0: I never get to hear what comedians actually think until I talk to them. And I know it sounds so, you know... S- stupid in a way because you know if you want to talk to a, if someone about electricity you call an electrician yeah so if you talk to a comedian you're going to hear about comedy but I think there's a lot of things that because I don't interact with comedians the way that I used to like I don't do gigs with a lot of comedians like yeah, yeah. you won't see me in Toronto you know right. what I mean so for me like getting to hear about your experiences are amazing to me because it's just some stuff I think I know and then some stuff is like another level which I like appreciate and admire. so I like that's why I love to talk to comics again just to live vicariously through you a little bit and uh, just to see what's happening right now like I have no idea what, it, what it's gonna be like if I ever do walk through the bar, the doors at levity. I don't know what that's gonna be like because I do a lot of sh- I do a lot of shows in this bubble. What happens when yeah, I get out I of that bubble? I don't feel like
1: New Brunswick is that much different than Hamilton. Honestly. No, like,
0: no. I don't think you've done
1: it. I so feel there's, like it's not you haven't done it. They're just there's
0: it. just people, in Ontario instead of people in New there's, Brunswick. It's just
1: it's working people are are working people for the most part, and they're gonna get in. They're gonna and most of the country I feel like has the same voice, um, and will laugh at the same stuff. I find for me the biggest learning curve is probably Toronto it's a bit different for sure um, compared to uh, the rest of the country as far as like what kind of humor they like and stuff like that and again why like sometimes weird wacky ulti guys uh, survive out there and struggle a bit more on the road and then sometimes it can be a vice versa to that uh, too but there's ways to figure it out. I have fun in Toronto, and I enjoy doing those shows, but I'm lucky enough to get in there enough. But there was a learning curve, for sure, coming from, I don't know. It's just a different group of people.
0: Where were you coming from?
1: Like London, <coughs> to, you know, like mid-size, working-class cities. And then going And then to stepping Toronto. into a metropolis. It's just it's a bit different. And there's more culture there. Yeah. So just... You're just dealing with like different people that you probably just never grew up around or anything like that. But to, yeah, to, to, I wouldn't worry so much about like, oh man, St. John and Hamilton is going to be so different. I don't think so. I think most of the country is pretty much the same. The same. Yeah. As far as you're seeing in, a lot of it these days. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to run around a bit more, I guess. You, you do but, some tours at west? No, only the honeymoon. I, to, uh, I, I, I got to do His a honeymoon. couple of shows on my honeymoon in Vancouver. Uh, that was it. I haven't That's pretty anything wild. in Alberta yet. or a Vancouver Island or I, Vancouver proper?
0: Like the city? Of the city. yeah. Vancouver. What, what was the venue? There.
1: I did this show called Comic Strip and it's above a Baba strip club, but it's its own showroom. It's not a club when as I, such? No, it's not like a club, but it's like its own showroom and you are separate from the... Dancers just don't like a weird crossover <laughs> you walk up the stairs. When I got there, I was like, am I doing intermission for fucking dancers? Because everybody's going to hate this. <laughs> so, it was not that, thank God. So, oh, good. I did that and then just some other mic there.
0: Cool. Um, and that was the well, only yeah. time you've ever done com- comedy in the western part of Canada. In the western
1: part of Canada—that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to get back.
0: That's what I came up in, by the way, is the western. Was the Kansas. west part right? Yeah. yeah I, I started in uh, Calgary, Yukex, in uh, nineteen ninety-eight. Uh, see, I heard
1: Calgary and Edmonton have great scenes too, and it'd be cool to like. It was a great scene. I really loved cool Calgary.
0: I started, if you can believe this, I started an open mic that got pretty popular there. Oh, nice! Can you believe I did that? I stood on the street and I was like. Free beer, free comedy. Free beer, free comedy. And what it was is that a deal worked out with the pub owner that if you um, give someone a small, like ten or twelve ounce pint of beer, nobody will walk out without buying another one because they've already got their Gives one the up nose, front for sure. Gives them the They've taste. already got. They already yeah, got their comedy 100%. too.
1: Percent. That's a smart move.
0: They. So yeah. Go ahead. They, the all, they all. They all go. They all have their. Uh, they all have their own. Like uh, they have a job. These are people in Calgary, like in a city.
2: Yeah.
0: And like so, if they decide to come to this bar on Sunday night, they already have. It's a free admission to the comedy show, and they get a free beer. But but the bar attenders get in the other end of it, where they all buy the second, third pint. Yeah. So we're all sitting there doing this comedy. They've gotten in for free, but we actually do pretty good shows. You know, it's like yeah. A group of for new people. You're good. New people. We were, for new people, we were good, exactly. Yeah. And so they would, you know, we'd pass around a hat or whatever, and whatever people could afford. And some days we'd walk out of there with, like, you know, 500 bucks, say okay. for argument's sake, great. Wow. And different comics all the time. It' Not much different than these days. i call up Peter White. i say, hey, you want to do a show? And you're like, Ogden, I just happen to be in your city, and I will take your $100. Thank you. <laughs> and so... You know, yeah, it was just perfect. a fun, great little perfect start to my entrepreneurship or whatever you call it. It's such a good way to get better too is run the mic. I don't know about that. I would argue no? with that. Yeah, no. I feel I feel like my attention is divided, but all of the intelligent people I've spoken with, including yourself, have said there's no reason you can't do both. Yeah. You-, you don't have to be one or the other. Like you can book shows and you can do stand-up. When I thought my attention was being divided with the club, I wanted to walk away from it. Right. Because it's just too much bullshit. Like, I just want to do what you do. I just want to be a comedian. But I've created something great with Chuckles, and it's really hard for me to walk away now that it's starting to get successful. absolutely. For sure.
2: But I... I need to do more spots I was
0: I was ready to leave, like, before Chuckles was a thing, like five years ago. Because I already... Promoting shows for five years.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I was like, man, I, I'm ready to quit. But I, for some reason, year six, year seven, I kept going. And now eight, nine, and ten at Chuckles are starting to turn the corner. and right, you can't th- now. It's starting to be successful. So I, I was... And there are days when I unfold the chairs with Julie, and I'm like, I do not want to do this. I just want to be home with my wife and my dogs and my kids. Yeah, of course. But... I, I gotta get the fuck down there And set up those chairs For Peter White well, I tell you, Cause he's, so, it. he's sold out the club he has, So I got You guys <laughs> sold out
2: the goddamn club It <laughs> has nothing
0: to do with me No but You help with uh, It's like uh, You ever see a kid With a stick hitting a wheel and he just keeps hitting that wheel and it keeps rolling faster. Could you get a more old
2: timey reference? <laughs> no. Nobody's used a stick and a possible. wheel since the nineteen thirties.
0: So by you being hilarious at the club, you're just that stick hitting that wheel. You know what I mean? You're the you're the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. You're keeping you're just a stick you're, hitting wheel. No, you're
2: keeping our killer re, killer reputation true. I'm just being a asshole, man, like, because we're being complimentary now.
0: I don't like it. I know, I know. But no, you're keeping it true. Keeping it real. No, no, no! I'm not a rapper. Keeping it true. Are you still a rap? I love rap. I love. Fan? rap. I love you rap. Join a Johnny Lucas fan? Yes, big time. Daddy, how fucking good is that guy? He's amazing, amazing, unbelievable, yeah. holy! And unbelievable. of course, of course, M put him on because I think he, I think Marshall really
2: appreciates actual talent. Yeah, yeah. He 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 backs Royce, and Royce is amazing. You he know, always know what I always mean? liked Royce, didn't he? He was a big Royce guy. I remember you talking about him back in the day.
0: Yeah, well, he was part of Bad, me, bad Meets Evil, right? When they. The Slim Shady EP with Hi My Name Is. Oh, right, right, right. There was a song called Bad Versus Evil. And it was him and Royce to Five Nine. Nice. And now Bad Meets Evil is a collaboration and they do it. And, and it's really a skillful back and forth. Like they're really both on point. They're yeah, amazing yeah. at what they do. But people make fun of it because it's so polished. Yeah. And of course it's going to be good because it's Eminem or whatever. But it's like, you know, I don't know. He doesn't have the fan base he once did. You know what I mean? m m&m? No.
2: No, of course not. Well, he's not m&m. as good as he was. He's not putting on no. the same stuff he was. Uh, I don't, I don't as know. As it's I think exciting. he's better. But yeah. I don't I don't think it's as popular. Okay. You know what I mean? It just
0: kind of loses a bit of luster. I don't know what it is. It's hard to listen to a so like when I hear people, old angry dude. When I people like yeah, Joel...
1: You lose your edge. You guys change it up. You can't be... I'm lucky because I've never been the angry comic. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to keep up being the angry or edgy comic. Yeah, that takes something In out my of. 40s and 50s, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely like, takes something out of you. over
1: your bad boy persona because you're not a bad boy anymore. You're an aging yeah. man, you know what I mean? It's hard so, to
0: rap about being an aging
1: man. I'm glad. Uh, That's another reason, like, you and I probably won't just, like, have to worry so much about, like, when people are like, you're too woke or you're not allowed to say anything anymore. And I'm like, I don't really have a bunch of fucked up edgy thoughts <laughs> I just don't I just really don't so I'm just gonna give you what I have if I suddenly I get super edgy I'm like fucking women am I right I'm lying I'm just lying now I'm being dishonest you know what I mean like I that's love it. not what I think that's I like, the greatest like, I thing i like ever heard Nate Bargetsy I haven't watched them. Simple shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Not I at watched all? Them all. Yeah, no. It's a new special. Just Wait, I did. I did I watch that
0: Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee Kid. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. And
1: it's just simple stuff. Yeah. It's not dirty. It's just very like, it's who I am. Yeah. Funny shit though. Just oh, super so funny. I say
0: I yeah, go. I loved it. And what did you tell me to check out, Patrice? Patrice in the Elef- Elephant in the room. It's called. Elephant in the room. I will watch it. Incredible. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. What's next for you guys? What's after Chuckles? I'm going to smoke a joint and take a
2: nap. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm in Niagara Falls next week. That's right.
0: Nice. Are they still in a strip mall? They are in a
2: hotel now. Oh, wow. Moving uh, now. Five shows a weekend? It's, uh, five shows a weekend? Yeah, it's doing all right. Wow. And it's at a casino or something?
0: No, it's a hotel. Hotel, you said,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's at the, I want to say, the Four Points Sheraton, maybe? I'm not sure,
0: but it's definitely like a, a town center. Like everybody goes there. Like
2: it's Niagara Falls. It's a, yeah. It's a, at the falls.
0: Yeah, it's a touristy place. Yeah. Lots of people are going to be there anyway.
2: Yeah, they're good. It's great. The guy running is great. He really treats you well.
0: Nice. Really, what really if, nice if I can get in there?
2: I job.
0: Fight my way in there just to disappoint everyone. Buddy, go for it.
2: I'm I here. might. I might. Five shows. Got Have to you done up. that
0: club? Is it fun? Niagara, no. Um. I wouldn't be allowed. Oh, you're an absolute guy.
1: Because I'm an absolute guy, but... uh, That's,
0: I mean, what people say, but you're just a guy, and you get labeled an absolute guy because there's exclusivity and all that. not even a
1: contract with absolute. It's just that...
0: You're cool, then they book you. Yeah, they just book me. Um, But no. They book Andrew Evans quite a bit, too, don't they? Do you know Andrew Evans?
2: You would probably know Andrew Evans. I don't think so. He would have left long before he... yeah, would have left You know and Andrew Evans. I know Andrew Evans. Yeah. But only from Halifax, not really from China. The only reason I say that is because he does absolute <coughs> as well. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I I really haven't even been working for them for that long. Kathy Boyd know. does absolute Yeah, thing, so. I've seen her. I, do I don't know Kathy Boyd. Um,
0: her and yeah. I don't chill. We don't, we don't
1: You didn't do a lot of things with
2: Kathy yesterday? <laughs> yeah.
1: You didn't smoke a bunch of weed with Kathy Boyd? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like
1: to have that on a t-shirt
0: you didn't smoke a bunch of weed with yeah, Kathy Boyd, Boyd.
2: my no. t-shirt's gonna say I did smoke a bunch of weed with yeah. Kathy Boyd oh nice oh, <laughs> and Brian Giles. and Brian Giles. Brian Giles, this one's all for you baby hey you Brian what's up buddy if you made it this far God bless you they call him
0: the reverend no they don't they
2: do <laughs> I don't they, they do but I they don't. Can call you all, whatever you want Brian you're fucking Brian to me buddy Right, so I just think I think that's the way it works. The comics, I think yeah. you can get along, and joke with somebody. That... Well, this is the
0: last moment I'll make you both feel uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. not true. He always pulls
0: his dick out. <laughs> that's the podcast. I'm Jimmy McKinley. Oh, no, <laughs> I no, pop no, right out. Uh, oh, no. oh, Jimmy! Um, why do you, why do all the Jimmys do bad things? All the, right, Jimmy. That's, that's something the, that's uh, a saying that Splude says. All right, Jimmy. Even you know I, no matter who uh, he's talking to.
2: I know Jimmy's sister.
0: McKinley's sister. Yeah,
2: I used to live above Jimmy's sister. Is she as hot as Jimmy is? I mean, she's not as feminine as Jimmy. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's it's a toss late. up. She's very, attractive a toss late. up. She's very attractive, <laughs> late. Melissa. If you're
0: listening, you're very attractive. Late. This is the last time I'll make you feel uncomfortable with you. I can honestly tell you both that I enjoyed the show very, very much last night. Like as a fan of comedy, I love watching both of you on stage, and you guys are as talented as any of the top people we've had through. So, Jimmy Flynn? You're as talented you're as Jimmy. You're
2: as good as Jimmy Flynn? You're
0: as good as Jimmy Flynn. I'm mean, here to tell you. He could have been, so that he <laughs> have been <laughs> Jimmy Flynn money. could
2: Jimmy Flynn money. We're talking
0: about a lot of Jimmys here. There's too many,
2: too too many, too many, many Jimmys. Jimmys. That's what this segment will be called. So too many poc- Jimmys. That's my new podcast. Too many oh, Jimmys. Oh, we oh, just oh. gotta talk about Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Jimmys oh, coming up with. All
1: your best Jimmys stories.
2: Today we're talking about Jimmy Connors.
0: That would be kind of a funny con.